cliffcentral.com uh sing the theme tune do the theme tune do 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 Ah, Leanne Mole, the great. Uh, she's my duet specialist. She and I can handle any song, even if we, even mm. you think we can't. We'll sing it anyway, right? Make it up on the spot. Ah, spot on. That's exactly what we do. <laughs> all right, and here's Ryan, producer Ryan, ready to uh, take care of you this morning as well. We are yes. all in uh, position. Just check you're in position <clears throat> and ready to go. Oh, my balls. <laughs> Just sat on one. <laughs> oh, yes. Excellent. Uh, Leanne, they, them, will be uh, leading us through some news stories this morning. Uh, Ryan uh, Stillnox will be uh, telling us a little bit about uh, all the sport this weekend, including the most exciting thing of all, which is Drickus Duplessy, mm-hmm. expected by many people to have done exactly what he did and have murdered Oaks. Mm. Yeah. In this Stuck case, out. Sean Strickland. Properly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only saw the highlights. Don't expect me to wake up early to watch some some guy fight. I genuinely thought you were going to get up for this one. No, but I did. Send you put a, a message out. I know. You did I everything. Sent, no, I sent out a message of, of, of not congratulations, but of good luck on Friday to um, to Drickus Duplessy, and he uh, he posted it on his own yeah, stuff. I was like, it. shit, oh, wow. man, thanks, dude. Jeez, you're famous now. Well, yeah, because that's what I'm after, you know, Leanne. That's what I'm. That's really what I'm in the game for. Is a bit of a little bit more fame. If I could just get some fame, then I'll be happy. Yeah, you finally, just, you keep just, trying, keep trying. You'll get there. I'm out there for some clout, Jared. That's, that's right. I'm in it for the clout. So, anyway, he put out that uh, the, the the video that I put up on Instagram, and then um, I saw all the other people that had been. Wishing him well, including our uh, Springbok captain, mm-hmm. um, which is just awesome. Because the, the whole Springbok team actually put like a video together. It's so good. It's awesome. I mean, honestly, there are only a few people in South Africa at the moment who nobody hates. And chief among those are our rugby players because they've really covered themselves in glory and have done in the last couple of months, especially around obviously the World Cup in October last year, they've just they've created a lot of goodwill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think anyone in South Africa, with the exception of like some bullshit political actors who, frankly, we could do without, if they drop dead today, <laughs> mm. no one would miss them. No. I, I, my, my street group's um, little icon is still the Springbok logo. It's like... I was talking to two people over the weekend on, on WhatsApp. They both got the Springbok thing. Yeah. I was like, guys, it's been a couple of months. But <laughs> it's been a couple of months. Obviously, that's what they, they hold on to mm. as a symbol of hope and happiness. Well, so I mean, I, I saw a billboard. Like, you know, we have these digital billboards here mm. in Sanson. On yeah, the, the ones on that are Sanson so Drive. bright that at night they basically blind you and you go careening off the road <laughs> yeah, into at, like pedestrian. At 4 a.m., those, those are the energy eaters like on Jesus. the road. But I mean, there was a picture of Drickus Duplessis see there this morning congratulating i was like oh well that's be quick on that i like that i I think (laughs) give credit where it's due whoever's responsible for that yeah which one was it Uh, it was the one on sanson drive as you kind of got up towards sanson city okay very nice yeah good i hope that they get uh credit for putting trickers on there you know what we need good news in this country when we've got a guy who's done well and i know that the uh the ruling party in south africa the stupid anc who, frankly, I'm hoping will do so piss poorly in this election that I've just abandoned any pretensions of trying to be balanced about this. I mean, you mm-hmm. live in a country which is like messed up as as ours has been under their governance. I, I just I've stopped trying to, you know, show deference. 
And I think many of us have. I, I stopped this actually in 2010, so I don't know why. I'm yeah, I know, exactly. But also the, there's the new big plans um, for the ANC to take over the DA. Oh, really? Yes. Oh so all they're going to do is just uh, Zuma's come up with this plan. Oh, yeah? Um, you know, t- as long as it's not the DA, basically. But he Must said if we brilliant. combine the Western and the Eastern Cape oh, yeah? provinces. That's a good idea. Into one, the, then the DA will lose majority. Because the Eastern Cape has run so well. Yes. <laughs> that the people there are obviously keen to have the DA run them as well. But, of course, the difference is that the Eastern Cape people will probably vote ANC again. And, mm. and they just don't seem to... You know, I, I almost want to put billboards up around South Africa saying, what are you, stupid? Just that <laughs> just that line. What are you, comma, stupid, question mark? <laughs> anyway, the reason I bring them up is because they've said not a word about uh, no, Drikas. I wouldn't expect them to. Ryan brought this up this morning. I hadn't even thought of it. But, of course, they won't because, first of all, they don't believe in individual achievements. Mm. They, everything has to be collectivized, mm. which is part of the, the the ideological stupidity of this uh, party. But also, um, they they don't want to get behind someone who's white and who's actually achieved things on his own with his team that didn't need ANC money. Well, he probably intervention. He, he could have done with some of that uh, government support, but of course, there's no individual athlete in this country who'll ever get that support. Not our swimmers, not our fighters, not our golfers. Mm. All the places we really excel, yeah. <laughs> all the places we do very well, are places where the, the government has no ambit whatsoever. I mean, there was a very funny thing going around on the internet over the weekend. It's like the rugby team, winners, Drickus, winner, Bavana. Disaster. Well, I mean, last night they came out swinging. Uh, we'll talk about that later we'll in the sport. We'll get into it. I, I still think that the loser moniker, which was actually <laughs> given to them by Fikil Mbalula, still sticks. But yeah. we'll talk about that later. But even loudmouth Fikile Mbalula didn't say anything. And you know, he <sighs> tweets anything. You know, yeah, he does. Anything that's uh, anything that can get him like re- reposts. Clout. So, yeah. He's he's the guy in this country who's most after clout. Anyway, how was your weekend, ass? Mm, all good. Nothing, What'd you get up to? Nothing too eventful. Come um, on. I expect you to have had uh, like a 48-hour rave. No? <laughs> I wish. But you know, <laughs> when, when you – so I'm like fully in the office now. And, and that's pretty hectic. It's, a, it's a, a hectic drive in traffic, a long drive, because I have to get from sort of Rosebank I'm area. Glad it gets you out of the house. Rosebank area to, <laughs> you know, where the Indaba Hotel is. It's very good. It gets, it gets you out of the house. I think it's important. A good solid eight hours in the office. Yeah. So good you, solid eight hours in traffic as well. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. I've got to like, I've, my car is still so old school. I've got to get like podcasts and stuff set up in there. Oh, I thought you were going to say you've got to get like a crank to start the engine. <laughs> it's still a, it, it's still got a CD player in it and nothing connects. But um, yeah, so you kind of on the weekend end up doing everything you wished you could have done during the week, which yes. is like a lot of prep. Like, you know, just making sure that you've got food in the fridge. And I got home <laughs> last week. Uh, I was away on Monday and Tuesday. I got home and I realized I have no food in my house. And I still haven't bought any, and it's now Monday of the following oh week. It's so horrible. You end up like getting survived. takeaways. or No, it's better. Trust me. I'm too fat already. I need to – oh, my God. Oh, oh. So, so it's better just not having food. Yeah, I'm fridge. just going <laughs> to starve myself. It's great for your metabolism. So you just have your shots of coffee, and that's it. Uh, yeah, we've got Alan Ford popping in later on. Yeah. So I thought he'd be an interesting guest for today because, first of all, he um, has an interesting story around – he 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 was actually he's he is a recovering alcoholic. He'll tell you this himself. Mm-hmm. 
And I have found not drinking for the first 20, what is it today? 20 seconds, 22 oh, days. Done that? Wow. Well it's done. like been the easiest thing. No, well, it's nothing yet. I think the real test comes after like three months. Mm-hmm. But I, I was around people on Friday night who were all drinking and having a like, good time. And I was having a fine time. Mm. I didn't feel I was missing anything. It wasn't, uh, wasn't it a struggle. Mm. So I got to ask Al about how he finds that because mm. he's been doing it now for what, two years maybe, maybe more than that. So we'll find out from him. Uh, we also got to talk about some of the stories in the news that do not involve uh, sport. We'll get to sport two, which is going to be part of what we bring you every Monday with Superbets. Yes. And Ryan has got some uh, headlines for us there as well. But I do think it's really funny that Jacob Zuma wants to merge the Eastern and Western Cape. <laughs> I mean. Uh, so how's that for like a political strategy? Um, look, we're not going to win this one, so let's just change the borders. Yeah, well, it's called, <laughs> ger- like- it's called gerrymandering, and it wouldn't be a new policy in the world. But <coughs> this, is, th- this shows you how Jacob Zuma and people who think like Jacob Zuma are, are not interested in rules, principles, democratic institutions, elections – their, their, their philosophy is anything to win. If it means changing the borders, if it means moving people around, if it means social engineering, whatever it takes to win, that tells you all you need to know about mm. that kind of thinking. He, so. he also he wants to go back to four provinces. I like how he's got all these bright ideas after he's been president. Yeah, I mean, you had the chance, dude. No. What, what, what were you doing? <laughs> so, oh, hang on, I know what you were doing. You were stealing. That's what you were doing. Gareth, he heard you say that he can't be president again. So now he's like, you know what, let me share it with these people so that they can do it because he can't. And, he, but, and, and bear in mind, there's a man in his 80s. Huh? Yes. Just bear that in mind. There's still something this fishy 80, around there. This 80-year-old is busy waddling around telling us what to – that we must take instructions from an octogenarian mm-hmm. at this point and an octogenarian who plunged us into Ugh. the chaos that we're in. Who do you think you are, old man? Like really and truly. And I saw there was some kind of, um, there was money that was transferred to the MK party and the only two signatories were Dudu Zane and Dudu Zile Zuma, his children. Oh, yeah. And the money's now all disappeared. Oh, okay. Who, who knew that would happen? Can I just ask whoever put that money into an account with the Zumas as signatories? What did you think was going to happen to your money? <laughs> what, what did you think? And unless you've already budgeted for theft in your accounts <laughs> and and they you'd have to if the zoomers are the people you support put that in the in the, it's a line item it says corruption and however much money yeah it's like f- your fines so your, your no. bribery the corruption it's actually just it's so blatant now like you know yeah yeah tabo says yeah i've seen you gareth you're too fat oh <laughs> well i mean i so i went to gym yesterday and uh, i've pretty much been every day with the exception, I think there's one day a week that I haven't gone for the last, what, two and a half, three weeks. And it's it's not gym, it's it's eating. That's what it is. So I've just got to sort that out. So your book, Eat Less, Run More, has changed to just run more? No, I've, I've, got to, I've just got to read my <laughs> own less. book again. I've just, just got to read less. my own book again, that's all. <laughs> uh, lots of people very excited about the Drickus victory. Hermine says, hey, Drickus, number one in the world, now number four in Benoni. Well done. <laughs> there's a lot of that going on, which is excellent. I saw... Who's the guy who heads up the um, the UFC? Dana White. Dana White. I saw an interview with him. Forgive me, I don't know this stuff. I mean, I'm not going to pretend. But Dana White's uh, asked in an interview by some woke Canadian reporter, what do you think of Sean Strickland 
making comments about the LGBT community and not being supportive of trans rights or whatever. And do you keep your fighters on a on a long leash or a short leash? And he goes, "What are you talking about? This is Dana White." He says, "I don't keep them on a leash. These are yeah. adult citizens of the world. What about free speech?" Because this Canadian lives, this this reporter, in inverted commas, lives in a world where he thinks you need to be given permission mm -hmm. by someone mm -hmm. in order to speak your mind. He says, what, do you think I control people? Do you think I tell them what to think? Well, that that mindset would be nice to have uh, in, the, in <laughs> cricket South Africa. No, but I mean, we shouldn't tell anybody what to think, even the people we don't like. Yeah. You don't tell people what to think. And the fact that a guy who runs essentially – a very big fight club, which is what it is, has to tell an educated journalist how free speech works tells you how topsy-turvy the world is. Mm. It's well, a mess. I mean, it's unbelievable. The UFC is, is a very wild place because if you remember during lockdown, I think they were one of the only companies that didn't require, they didn't require vaccination because they were on the island. Right. And so they just kind of carried on. They were like, no, we don't need any of these these no. rules back then. And so I don't know why they would think that this now. It's like one of the most outspoken kind of companies, I guess. Mm. They don't really well, sense anything. I just think it's good that more and more people are speaking out, <coughs> that they're starting to say what they think. Uh, you got this Argentinian president who we spoke about last week <laughs> who made an excellent speech at Davos, just kind of thumbing his... Uh, his nose at the at the, the the elites of the world. You're starting to hear people who are starting to speak out against this nonsense that we've all been brainwashed. Well, not all of us have been brainwashed into it, but certainly a vast majority of the population of most liberal democracies have been brainwashed into believing this is just the way it is, and it doesn't have to be that way. So people are starting to open up. I mean, and I'd say what they think. Did you see that interview? I don't know when it was um, with Drukas. That's that's why oh, I have right. a feeling why okay, the ANC yeah, doesn't like this. him is because. Oh. He spoke out like with one of the reporters. Well, let's let's take a look at this. By the way, this is the most irritating <laughs> video. And I know Ryan's going to think I'm stupid for bringing this up. But you know when they split the screen and then they have some oh, like kind of, it looks like a game going on where there's this oh, car yeah. driving or whatever. You know about this because you're on TikTok all the time. Yeah. But they do this for idiots who can't concentrate <laughs> on one. Like you, God forbid you should actually watch an interview. <laughs> but you also need to have a car crashing and driving down an imaginary <laughs> bullshit it's 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 such nonsense but watch it anyway okay all right watch it anyway and we'll just we'll talk about this car thing afterwards Here do you think you'll ever um run for gov governor <laughs> governor uh for president is that for the no. president no, no 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 thank you i'm okay like to to fix anything that they screwed up this for it's gonna take lifetimes it takes lifetimes yeah it won't yeah. be a month uh, but I mean, there's a lot of great people doing a lot of great work yeah. um, trying to save it. But no, our government is terrible. But I have to say, <laughs> I do admire the tenacity at which they screw up the country. Yeah, and it's so good. It's so bad, it's good. Listen, if it's you like look at it, it's, it's astonishing. It's actually just all bad, though. It's <laughs> not at all like your government. Ours is pretty bad. No, 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 no. You, you, you can't even comprehend. Like, if It's worse than Biden? Of, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> Like, yeah, you don't right. even know he's president. I'm just going to stop it there yeah, because, yeah. For, frankly, I don't need to hear political analysis from <laughs> from, from him because as, I love Drickus, right? But don't put him in a position where he has to comment on politics. In fact, don't do that to any sports people. Yeah, I just know, don't. Well. It's not fair. It's not right. If they want to say something about sport, they can. 
course, again, free speech, right? Yeah. They can say whatever they want. But I don't need – she doesn't know whether we have a governor or a president. Yeah, she has no idea she's what, not, she what just, she's on about. She's just climbing on him saying, like, it's a terrible government. She's like, yeah, but we've got Biden and he's terrible. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to hear the, 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 the nursery school talking about politics. He, he but, also told her that, he brush, that, that in South Africa we, we brush our teeth with ash and she believed him. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's great. You see, now that's funny. <laughs> Stick to the comedy, guys. Uh, Just stick to the comedy. I mean, I love Drickus to pieces, and you shouldn't put him in a position where he's forced to rubbish our government. Of course, I don't care if he does. That's kind of what we do here a lot of the time, mm. and it's essential. We have to keep mocking, mockable. <laughs> no, you have to mock mockable. There's a certain level of mocking that needs right. to be maintained. You do, and especially when people are extremely dumb and make stupid mistakes over and over again, you've got to mock them. I don't believe in this thing of being polite to people who are stupid. Uh, we've had too much of that recently, which is why we've got so many stupid people who think they're not stupid. Um, but the, the interviewer doesn't know what she's talking about, and I don't want to hear two people who don't know what they're talking about talking about things. Mm-hmm. Besides that, can we yeah. just get into this car thing? Yes. yes. So, so it's, it's a thing now where – and I do it too. When I'm watching something on a screen, uh, you know, a show or something, I can't just watch that. I've got to be on my phone – researching, like, the, the actors and the directors and the behind-the-scenes. Oh, do you do a full oh, like, okay. I do, like, a I, I full... Know, and you're not the only one, right? There are no, lots no, of people many. who do this. So <laughs> the director and the producer who you're busy researching have put their heart and soul <laughs> into every second of this show that they've made for you. <laughs> they've paid graphic artists and AI, and they've paid for actors and producers and editors who've sat there and cut it up to make it really compelling so that you won't look away. So the timing is perfect. And then what do you do? You're like, ah, second screen this shit. Don't worry about me. (laughs) Now, Uh, the fact, first of all, that anybody who's getting information off of TikTok, if if your chief source of information, and I know it is for you and for Ryan, that's why I'm bringing it up this morning Mm -hmm. as opposed to any other day. Sure. Because I know Pumi's also on TikTok, but she doesn't use it as a chief information source. You two do. Well, they've actually designed mm. it that way. They've yeah. actually they've made it like a search yeah. bar and everything. They've designed it they so have. you can ask questions. You think, that Chinese, you think that the Chinese have just made this to help the world along? It's it's become the biggest search engine over Google. Of course Google. it has. Yeah. For idiots. No, you yes. see, everything that you see online, like the reason I knew that video even existed was because mm. I'd seen it already and I'd seen, I've already seen commentary on it. And it just keeps you up to date at a level and a speed that you, you can't even comprehend. And, and it's kind of not like YouTube where you have to go out of your way to watch and out of your way to comment. It's is that, so Is that easy. why I've met so many people under 25 who know so many things? <laughs> no, but no the, well, they're following weird you know, channels and uh, But TikTok pages. also teaches you so weird it's their things. their fault. Like things mm. that I've, I've never even like learned in school. I learned on TikTok. Like people... People prove, look, some of them, there was an account during Give lockdown. me an example of something you've learned from TikTok. Um, so I learned that um, a calendar, mm. is you're not actually meant to pour like your pasta into the calendar. You actually use the calendar. Cal- calendar. However you... The calendar is a thing that no, you use not- to tell what day it is. <laughs> I was like, what are you pouring <laughs> no, onto sorry. paper calendars? Calendar. <laughs> okay, so you um, didn't even learn to pronounce it properly, but okay. <laughs> sorry, All I right. thought I was pronouncing it properly. Oh, fair but, enough. But um, you oh, hold it. Doing a, a good job here of standing up for TikTok. You, you kind of hold it against the pot and let, and then the water runs through the holes instead, as opposed to pouring it out the into contents into the colander. Into yeah. the colander. That's important to know. 
That's well, very. That I is mean, a great example. So everybody who was uh, tuning in this morning to <laughs> to learn, you've helped them along on that path, Ryan. You and TikTok. There was literally an account during during lockdown that would prove theories. If there was a, a viral video that was going around, they would take the video and actually do it. And they were like, "Well, we want to prove it, so you don't have to." So they were they, they would call it out if it was they bullshit were fact or not. checking. Mm. Yes. Okay. I often see things on TikTok before it's even in the news. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so you, what have you learned recently from TikTok? Oh, on this? it's a nice little video for you to, to play. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you learn? I, I saw I saw this days before it went in, it what? even was in, in yeah. the news. No, just of the the birth of a newborn um, calf, which has two heads. Right, check that it's out. It's really important. Oh my god! Wild. Oof. Oh man. Oh. So I mean that I saw it from the farmer before it even hit the news. You know what I mean? What a horrible thing to have to see. <laughs> I mean, I know that these things exist and it probably would have made its way to the traditional internet that I'm still on. Mm. <laughs> and I'm glad that you are here to tell us about the two-headed calf. So, yes, this two-headed calf has been born. The, the one thing that I haven't been able to ascertain is the facts on um, the statistics on how rare this really is. Some people are saying one in five million. Some people are saying one in 400,000. So I don't have those Are facts. you worried about it? I mean, like if you had to buy a smiley on the street corner from a, a vendor. Well, that's, those were the comments. The comments were like, Would yeah, you get double we're going to get money, double smiley. You know? yeah. But also it's, it's pulled out um, a lot of people who are quoting a specific poem, which was about a two-headed calf that was born and he only survived the day. But Is this one doing okay? This one's doing okay. Obviously, they can't feed, you know, um, naturally. So they're, they're cheap feeding them. Um, oh, my God. But apparently they, they live the, the longest <clears throat> one to live – was, um, I think, two or three years old. So but both, they, they only live a few days, two months. So are, are both heads like completely functional? It's not like it's just an extra like, yeah. head that's not functional. No, both are completely functional. That's they each so have their weird. own brain um, still going. So, I mean, this account, for instance... So which you, brain controls the legs, I mean, for example? Because if wondered. the one brain goes, oh, we're going to go left, the other one goes, nope, we're going to go right, who wins? <laughs> Like it's got to be the most disastrous situation. There are, they're actually Siamese twins. Um, they've recently just become teachers. They've graduated and become teachers. They're also uh, one body with two heads. And they're teaching these, um, you know, little grade ones and twos. Um, and they absolutely love their teachers, It's the two of them. Oh, and they walk up to the board and draw and play with them. And so That's actually a they-them. Yes, it's that's actually a, that's an actual they. That them. is what it is. They I mean, them look like. This is going to really upset the, uh, the, <laughs> the the gender crowd because they're going to be like, well, okay, I suppose it is two heads are better than one. <laughs> yeah. So this um, oh this account two headed calf um, that was created by the person who he's got four videos up there, three of which are pinned, so two or three only, two videos. Yeah, I'm not going to follow it, okay? 6.9 million likes Yeah, I'm not surprised. Again, proving my point that TikTok is stupid. No, I mean, I totally get you. But when it comes to anything that you see on information, the whole world world is falling apart 
Uh, people are not employed in this country. We've got an election coming up. There are all kinds of important and interesting things, but I'm going to follow a two-headed calf. No, you're not going to follow it. <laughs> you're not going to follow it. It you're just, just comes up in your feed. You just see it. You see Leanne. it before it hits the news. Ryan and Leanne, I'm sorry, you've put up a terrible <laughs> you know when, case for TikTok this morning, both of you. You know when ENCA will play videos of a road that's washed away in, in Umplunga? or a, a mudslide, you would have seen it from the creator Their producers before are that, taking it from TikTok. They're taking it from TikTok. So you're seeing it before they even get it. It's so quick. This is not a good argument for either ENCA <laughs> well, or for TikTok, frankly. Oh, well, I mean, but this is just, this is, this Guys, is how it is now. It's I, like, I, this I just, is how I'm, quick it I'm, moves. I am absolutely astonished at just how, uh, to prove my point in that video with the interview with Trickus this morning, they have to show these <laughs> automatons who are watching this stuff, they have to show them a video of a car going <clears throat> ba-boom, 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 left and right, because they're so, they're like that two-headed calf, as fucking <laughs> thick as big shit, not knowing which way to go. Uh, do we watch the video with the car or do we watch the interview? Because we can't do both. You think you can multitask, but the kind of people who are on TikTok can't even task. <laughs> so I, I so, think- <laughs> and they're proving it themselves by making these things to distract your dumbass so that you're not even aware of what's going on around you. There's a very good reason that the Chinese don't allow their own children to watch the shit that everyone else in the world oh, watches. No, they do, but they're- Only they're, educational yeah, stuff. Yeah, their algorithm prioritizes yeah. don't, like- And they don't have a car things. doing this. They've got like a science <laughs> experiment or a lesson in mathematics or an, I think, a, a I discussion think, of astronomy. And then they don't have these dumb distractions because they think about people in the West as being morons and they're right. I can't fault them. I think it's like viewership retention. Like that's, they, they just want, so if you get bored of the content on top, then you at least watch the video below to because it's like kind of a satisfying video. You're not making an, a no, good argument No, no, but I'm saying that, that's, that's the no, point no. of it. That's why they do it. For stupid people <laughs> who are easily distracted by everything in the world. And that's a lot of people. Yes. It's a lot of people. Exactly. I, I saw Which, a, a comedian who was talking about mindfulness and how, you know, he's um, our generation. He's a he's a Gen Xer, and uh, he was saying when you know when we grew up, we practiced mindfulness all the time. Growing up in the seventies and eighties, you didn't have any other distractions. The way we would be mindful was being like just being on a bus. You've got nothing to look at, no phones, so you watch the condensation form on the windows. That's that's mindfulness, and that's how we grew up. We practice mindfulness every day of our lives because we didn't have these distractions. Um, for instance, he said, when we when you went for a shit, you just went for a shit. You right. didn't have a phone. And also, <laughs> taking your phone into the, the toilet is a terrible no, it's, idea. It's, We've discussed the grim. hygienic implications of this. Why don't you just check on the sound on the app? I see sure. Carl DeSantis saying there's a problem. Um, plus, it gets me to stop talking about TikTok with you, sure. which is a great benefit. Thank you, God, from heaven. I mean, you uh, think about when we used to when we used to walk home from school. Mm. Um, we would just walk. If we were alone, we would look at the things around uh, us. Okay, and just but walk. you could argue we were stupid as well. I mean, it's well, there was an opportunity yeah, to learn. Absolutely. Listen, I uh, go ahead and do uh, your information. Find everything you need to know about the world through TikTok. It's I'm not going to complain uh, because, frankly. The dumber everyone else is, the smarter I feel about myself. So there's a bit of schadenfreude going on there. But the reality is we have these incredible tools at our disposal. Is anyone looking up? Of course, there are people who are going to, who are going to be using the internet for the reasons that are 
totally laudable mm. and good. But I just don't think that that's the majority of people. And I don't think it ever has been. You know, there were always libraries. It's just, people didn't go there. The majority of people couldn't care less about the library. The internet has infinite resources. You can find out about anything. Two-headed cows. You want to find out how that happens. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a, an explanation on the internet somewhere. It's not on TikTok. And if it is, it's a dumbed-down explanation because they know their audience. You want to get the algorithm working for you on TikTok, you've got to make it as dumb as possible. Trust me, I've seen those dance videos. I'm not on TikTok, but people send them to me. I don't have those. So, fine. Fair enough. I'm just going to accept that this is part of the way the world works. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, I I will fact check something before I believe it on TikTok, obviously. Being a journalist especially. Well, you, you are, you, that's how you were trained. But yeah. most people wouldn't. All right, so Mapella says they're teaching uh, grade ones. They must be very nice, well-mannered kids, not to mock those teachers. Yeah, it's quite amazing. I watched the whole social experiment behind it. They brought the te- the, they first um, you know, explained to the kids what they were about to see, um, spoke about the teachers, you know, showed them photographs and videos and things like that. They said they didn't need to do all that. Uh, the Siamese twins walked in and they, the kids absolutely loved them. They didn't ask, you know, weird questions. They didn't giggle or point. They assimilated perfectly and they adore them. Them. Yeah. Uh, two bulls, one cow, says Slippery yes. Pickle. Uh, the fact that you even have a TikTok account says a lot, says Nell Silver. Okay, but there's no need for us to, um, to, to pile on now. Yeah, because well, it, on TikTok. Listen, a lot of people like being distracted, and I get that. Like the world is a tough place, and the reality is sometimes not a very pleasant thing. Like you might live in a house where I don't know you had like Prince Andrew trying to finger you or something. Oh. Like <laughs> but but the reality is like you you got to pay attention to the biggest problem we have in the world today is that people are they're not living in reality. They've got a parallel universe going on in their heads. That is not connected to what's actually happening. They're living in a fantasy, whether it's gaming, whether it's a virtual identity, whether it's uh, playing a character online and living your life, your real life in the real world as quietly as you can, not not engaging properly with other human beings. It's like, decide now because I can tell you it's going to get a lot more confusing going forward. Yeah. Well, you it, know, like it's going to be very hard to tell the difference between reality and fantasy in the future. It's kind of like picking your poison. I mean, Twitter is just, at, at, at some points it just gets toxic. Oh, and that's just all opinions. It's all opinions. Really? And then Facebook, there's just weddings and babies happening Horrible. and Facebook's people awful. buying houses. And then, uh, what's the other one? Instagram is just people like it's just on influences. islands. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you what's really started <laughs> to annoy me? And, and you guys will understand this and you probably explain why it happens. Um, so every time I'm, I'm on Instagram watching a video of like, I don't know, it could be anything. I'm not always watching clever stuff. I'm also an idiot some of the yeah, time. But let's say that I was watching Dana White's interview at the UFC yesterday. Mm. Sure. And then it gets interrupted with like a stupid game of people shooting right. at like barrels and the barrel explodes and then there's a gun and then mm. they collect the gun. You've got four men instead of three and then they shoot the bad little red men. And, and it goes for like a minute and I have to sit through this. Like I feel my brain going, what the hell are you doing? It's horrible. You Why can, are you watching this you shit? You can like skip it. I've tried. Oh, really? But it's still there for at least a couple of seconds and too many seconds for me. I, 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 get, 
I've got ADHD. I get distracted. <laughs> so this game is not distracting me in a positive way. It doesn't make me want to play the game or download mm. it or whatever it's asking me to do, I ignore. And I skip as quickly as I can. But it's an interruption when I'm on the so content. Annoying. So can I pay a premium to not see that? I uh, actually don't Is there know. a way I can avoid I know that? I know on Twitter you can. So on Twitter there's there's two tiers. There's the there's the one tier where you can get verified. <clears throat> and then there's I'm the not on premium Twitter. plus this is, this is on Instagram. No, no. But or on, on Insta- fa- Facebook, believe I it or not. Meta I think Meta doesn't do it. Sometimes it serves me up uh, videos cuz I go on there for like wishing people happy birthday. I know it's dumb. I'm very old school about this, but I like wishing everybody I use it for birthdays. on my yeah my list. If you're a friend of mine on Facebook, you get a happy birthday from me every year, even if you don't reply. And you know, it's a way of keeping in, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's a way of keeping in touch. Mm, sure. And also, you're just paying a bit of attention to other people instead of yourself the whole time. Yeah. So when I go on there, then I'll sometimes click on that dumb tab that says like videos, content, or whatever. Yes. And then it'll. They're occasionally of very interesting things, but again, they're interrupted by these ads. For, and it's always for games. Mm. Like, they're supposedly strategy games, but they're really, they're dumb. They're like the kind of games that we had when computers first came out. Yeah, they look like almost... very binary, like yeah. turn left, turn right, uh, pluses and minuses. It's really it's like deranging. Like Tetris-y type. Correct. Pi- pixelated. Tetris. They've got this thing with Mario the Mario Brothers. It's exactly like Tetris. Jumping. They've got actual Tetris there. And like, bloom, 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 the rows go away. And you're like, ooh, gotta. But I don't play. I don't want to. I've never engaged. So I don't know why it keeps serving me this stuff it if will. I'm not playing. You know, it's because they pay. Uh, yeah, it's all, all advertising. I've even tried obliging and downloading the app that they're, that they're advertising. And it and still advertises. I know on X they have that thing that calls out nonsense. I forget what it is. I think uh, it's community. Sean, Sean says, Gareth, you say you're not on TikTok. I'm worried why there's so many G Cliff TikTok accounts. Oh, I, I promise you, we've, I'm not. So we've, we've tried. We've, tried. I've we've tr- tried to shut them down. These are imposters. I'm not on TikTok. I'll be very clear about that. If you listen to this show and you're trying to follow me on TikTok, just don't waste your time. Mm. I'm not on there. I'm not uploading content. There's a Cliff Central TikTok account, which yeah. is great. We put up videos of like uh, mum Jane's uh, wisdom and that kind of stuff. So if you want to go and look at that, that's worth your yeah. while, but don't bother with me. Um, it's called an advert, Gareth. Pay for YouTube premium. I do. So YouTube, it doesn't YouTube happen sorted. to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've figured that one out. But what do they want from me? Like, do they want me to subscribe to these games? Uh, I think they just want people to download it, but I've heard that the games aren't even... With the way they advertise, it's just the video. They yeah. Make. So now they now they've inserted mini games within these games <clears throat> to represent the adverts to get away with it. It's very annoying. It's it's, it's adverts. Adverts have annoyed us since the beginning of time. But in they've worked what, out, in whatever form. They've worked out how to get Leanne Mole and and Ryan producer Ryan with those dumb things to pay attention. They figured it out with you two and you're not the dumbest people I know. I'm not paying attention to TikTok. I'm paying attention to things that are happening in the world. Yeah. I think you just doom scroll. I, think I, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to go onto my TikTok now. And Leanne, tell you, tell you saw what's that fancy thing that was popping you, up the I whole time. I think Leanne's just doom scrolling. I, mean, <laughs> I think that's all it is. All right. Jesus. What do we have here today in my FIPE? What's your FIPE? On my For it's You your page. For You page. <laughs> you thought you'd, I fight. thought you'd had a new kind of I physical have... illness or ailment. <laughs> my <laughs> fight. Ah, my fight hurts. <laughs> I, I have my first video is a, a video of someone who's just bought an apartment in New York and it's hellishly expensive and they're showing you the actual space, so what you get for your money. 
Next one is the snow in um, that's happening in Canada at the moment. Both hugely relevant to your life because you live in New York and you you and and you go to Canada often. I follow Michael McIntyre. He's oh, just he's released good. a vid, so his his has come on. Yeah, I've got a quick ad. Scroll yeah. through that. There's there's an ad every two or three videos on TikTok now. Like it's been really a minute and we've we've learned nothing <laughs> that's useful to us. <clears throat> uh, fun dog video. Point of view, you this, ask, you know, but this is for Leanne's. Like, this is, yeah. this what's, is what on, so what's on yours? Is yours even worse? Straight I guarantee away, yours is even worse. Cat videos, yeah, for there's me. cat videos on Leanne's. No, guys, you're not doing a good job of marketing TikTok <laughs> yet. Strawberry really shortcake. Not. This is someone, this and you is know a what? pet I follow who's just passed away this morning. Oh, well, that's again, it's not your pet, right? No, it's the guy here who's crying. What now you must worry about other people's pets? <laughs> you see, the sport comes up, which we need to get into it. By the way. Oh so. my God. All right, guys. Interior design. Just let me point out, you've done the most terrible marketing job for TikTok. And too. this woman who's one of the best PR strategists in the world, um, who unravels every single um, drama that comes in. Whether we can't see that. Just hold it in front of your camera. No, no, I'm just showing you. Yeah, I, I don't want to see that. Um, <laughs> this is a, 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 she's Molly McPherson. She's unbelievable. But yeah, a lot of educational stuff, stuff that's related to my I work. I think I saw her yesterday at Woodmead uh, Value Mart. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wasn't at no. Woodmead Value Mart and I wouldn't know Molly McPherson if she jumped out of my Rice Krispies. But you've done a bad job. Sorry, guys. It's okay. TikTok okay. is not going to hire either of you as a marketing right. director. And let me put this out there. All these people who are constantly chasing views and likes and all of that stuff and they're trying to push their brand into people's faces using things like TikTok. Good luck to you. Um, I Just don't believe, yeah, you can get all the reports about how many views you've had of your stupid advert on TikTok. <laughs> no one is going to start buying your products as a result of that. And the dumb people in marketing all over this country and the rest of the world who are doing this stuff, you should be ashamed of yourself that you're, that you're part of this machine <clears throat> that is tearing people away from paying attention to things that would actually affect them and putting nonsense, attention-grabbing nonsense in front of them the whole time. You should be ashamed of yourself. That's all I'm going to say, right? And thank you, Drikus, for bringing it to our attention yes. this morning and that ad, uh, the interview where we had to watch the car going up and down and left and right. It's unbelievable. Mm. All you two-headed calves, good luck for you this morning. Yeah. <laughs> good luck to you. All right, let's go. Uh, Carl says, I just love how Leanne ignores Gareth berating about her about her marketing at TikTok like she's doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look at some sports. The sport, as always on a Monday, oh. really just a recap of some of the stuff Ben told us about on Friday and the results. And Ryan is here with Super Bets to help yes. us out. So, what do you got? Okay, UFC 297, Drickus Duplessis beats Sean Strickland on a split decision after five rounds. Mm -hmm. So, that's a seven fight win streak in the UFC got him this belt. And it's the first time in his professional career he's gone beyond three rounds, which is really, really good. Um, if we get into the uh, Cricket SA20, Par Royals now five points clear on top of the log after beating MI Cape Town yesterday. And good wins too for Sunrisers Eastern Cape and Joburg Super Kings. Nice. Uh, if we get into rugby, the Investec Champions Cup, two huge wins for South African teams. Um, the Bulls beat Bordeaux 46-40 uh, and the Stormers beat Stade France 24-20. So both, both teams now second in their respective pools and into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. uh, we had some Premier League this weekend. Um, Arsenal uh, thrashed Crystal Palace 5-0 and Liverpool also thrashed Bournemouth 4-0 uh, on that. I know there's some Arsenal supporters in the comments, so they're going to love that. And AFCON, 
um, finally. Uh, Senegal beat Cameroon 3-1. Um, Cameroon win, sending a huge statement to the other teams. And last night, I was very uh, upset because I was like, you know what? I hate to say this. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put some money down on on Namibia versus Bafana Bafana. Oh, boy. And Bafana Bafana came through 4-0. So did you so lose money? I did lose money. Oh, because you bet against Bafana. Okay. I was like, you know what? Trust them. <laughs> trust them to make me some money this uh, weekend. You see, a lack of patriotism gets you punished. <laughs> Even if it is Bafana. They clearly saw what was going on with Trickers. Oh, they like, we, we went in and uh, yeah, they came through 4-0. So that's well, awesome Well, Namibia only has 10 people in it. How do you expect <laughs> them to draft a football team? I mean, it's pure mathematics, right? Yeah. So aye, aye, that's, aye. that's your sports recap for the weekend. All right. Well, well done to Bafana. They never get any love from us. So let's give them a little, a little yeah, bit of love. Even if it, it is against a country with only 10 people in it. <laughs> well done, guys. And Super, super Bets, of course, supports responsible Gambling, yeah. not the kind that Leanne indulges in. No, not that irresponsible <laughs> not, not, gambling. Not that irresponsible gambling is her department, but they support responsible gambling. Strictly no under-18s, winners know when to stop. The South African Responsible Gambling Foundation's toll-free counseling hotline is 0800-006-008. By the way, didn't you win money off the Drickers fight? I remember you put down some I money. I did put down some money. My odds were very uh, It was mediocre. kind of fair. It was like half-half. Uh, Odds, so I won a little, little bit of money, but it was good. It's good to win. It's always good to keep on winning. I'm happy with that. (laughs) Patriotism paid off for you. Absolutely. There we go. Very good. Uh, Lots of kissing after his win, says Wens. There was. A lot of celebration. Yeah. Uh, uh, what are they talking about? Like, uh, you know, the, the, the jumping up and down, the hugging, the screaming and shouting. I mean, that's that's what happens after every sporting event. Unless. Unless you're the male coach of a female team and you kiss them. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> you don't want to go yeah. down that route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, because then you get hauled in front of a court for... Mm. <laughs> no, I, I, I watched one of the interviews of the announcers yesterday. Um, they interviewed him about the whole Drickers thing. And he was saying, normally they don't let the fighters go and um, like hug their family straight after they've announced the winner. They normally interview them first and then let them do that afterwards. But he said he could see how pivotal it was for Drickers. He has the whole country on his shoulders. So he, he had his parents his there. Oh, really? He had his parents and his, his I don't know if it's his well, wife or nice. girlfriend. I think it's that's probably wife. Nice. That's good. I don't know. But um, yeah, and so before they interviewed him, he like hugged the parents, hugged his wife. Or, yeah, uh, and Steve so he's says like, his, his, his mom and dad yeah, was a great touch. Greg says... Uh, uh, Drickus was doing mouth-to-mouth celebrations and Wynn's talking about him kissing his coaches on the lips. Listen, uh, I don't know what you're intimating here, Wins, whether you think that's appropriate or not. Uh, just because you haven't had a kiss in 25 years doesn't mean you have to have a go at uh, Drickus who just got one. Hey, right? And he won one of the big. I mean, I've it was the way, best moments Wins. of his career. I've seen Wins, by the way. I'm not joking. <laughs> 25 years, no touch of those. It's the biggest win of his career. Of course, he's gonna like that's. You do he's a world champion. If you are you questioning his masculinity, Wins, <laughs> a guy who can fuck everyone up with his hands, <laughs> and you're worrying about him not like you're worried about him kissing another guy on the lips. I'm not sure I understand this. I yeah. think he's proven his man card is pretty strong. I see. He looked, he looked beaten, eh? Yo, oh, he yesterday. He puffy he, eye. And, it's, yeah. It was those jabs. They were, mm. they were very hectic jabs. You know, Dana White said that but he, I, he actually chose Sean as the winner for I'm, the final I'm, round. I'm asking because uh, Wenz has now brought this up again in the comments. He's like him kissing his coaches on the lips. What are we talking about here? Are you, are you questioning his masculinity? Are you questioning from your... I don't know, you're having a a latte this morning, you're sitting in a comfy chair, you're watching the show. 
we're very happy to have you here. But are you questioning a UFC fighter's masculinity? Are we really <laughs> going to have this discussion, Wendt? Or are you so self-unaware that you didn't think about that? <laughs> There's a lot of introspection this morning. Introspection for Leanne and Ryan about yes. TikTok. Introspection mm-hmm. for Wendt about questioning uh, UFC fighter's masculinity. She says, not at all. It's just as great Afrikaans upbringing. Well, yeah. Afrikaans people do sometimes kiss their family members on the lips. They're also human. I don't know what you're trying to say there either, Wendt. He let his dad hold his belt. So Wendt so says, cool. so I look like a dog. Hey, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick says, Drickus is a freaking girlfriend, wife. Seriously, these people are just looking for cuck. Well, I think she's just making the point. You know, people are bored. They don't really have a lot to contribute. And that was Wendy's contribute, uh, contribution for this morning. So... <laughs> Uh, maybe she won't contribute for the rest of the show. She'll, yeah. she'll just sit quietly and enjoy it like she should. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to Dr. Hanan, everybody. Now Yay. that I now that I've berated everyone. Yes. yes. I've berated my co-hosts this morning. I've berated the audience. Yes. Yeah. Let's get into Dr. Hanan. I won't berate you, Dr. Hanan. Happy New Year. Am I allowed to say that or is it too late? Uh, no, it's too late. <laughs> I agree. There's a moratorium on like more than 10 days after New Year. It's ridiculous to be saying this. All right, no, Do- completely. I think three days later, it's done. How are you guys? How was the New Year's? Very good. Very, very How have good. you been? Uh, have you enjoyed your, your start to 2024? And are you ready to go for this year? I know you've been very, very busy. So you, you had a little break? Yeah, I did have a little break. But, you know, these holidays are interesting. You go on holiday, you feel that you've rejuvenated and you start work and three minutes later you need another holiday. Mm. So it's just like your holiday's forgotten within a second. All right. Well, Dr. Hanan is here this morning and it's time for our regular updates, our little session with the, uh, with the shrink. So let's talk a little bit about something that came up last week. And Doc, I don't know if you are au fait with this, whether you've been paying attention to the news or whatever, but Obviously, a big thing about people starting the year is they're, they, they, they're trying to figure out what's going on in their lives, what's happening around them, uh, what they've got planned for the year 2024. We've got so many people in this country. Came up in a discussion I had with one of the, the co-hosts last week about why we have the ANC are proud of this, 20-odd million people, um, give or take uh, 10 million. That's how big the, 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 the range might be here. We've got just millions of young people in this country who've either given up on work, they've given up looking for work, they are content to settle for the 350 rand social grant that the government gives them, which is unsustainable and we can't afford that. You know, we we have motivational speakers all over the country, we have pastors and preachers and mega churches, and they're all motivating people and giving them what we hope is hope. Um, and it seems to me that there are a lot of people who've kind of given up Maybe for legitimate reasons, maybe they've just been told no so many times they've stopped believing in themselves. But I think the question is here, why do so many young people in South Africa want to just sit around and get SASA grants instead of getting a job? And is it fair to say that they just have given up and they want to just sit around? Or is there a responsibility on the rest of us to help these people break out of this feeling of worthlessness? Because I think that's at the heart of what is, it's like a social illness in South Africa. What are your comments on that, first of all? And what can we do to help these people? So, 
Psychologically, I can tell you that um, the brain likes one thing above and beyond anything else, above and beyond happiness and success and love and attention. The brain psychologically seeks for familiarity, for comfort. So your brain will attract not only on be attracted to not only what it wants, but it would rather be attracted to what it knows. We keep on repeating familiarity because familiarity requires little to no energy exertion. So if you give me a, an option between what's good for me versus what's familiar to me, I will nine out of 10 times want what's good for me, but 10 out of 10 times choose what's familiar to me. Familiarity wins the day. We do not create what we want. We recreate what we know. Wow. So again, if it, if it comes to the youth and it's a question between purpose and meaning and financial stability and security and achievement, which is what I want, versus sleeping late, eating like a pig, you know, staying within my comfort zone, and which is what is familiar to me, the human brain will choose that. Now, to your question, is it our responsibility to pick somebody up? Or it's not our responsibility to do anything for anybody. You know, the, um, I always say freedom. If you want to be free, the other side of freedom is responsibility. Mm -hmm. If you want options, you have to take the risk. You have to take on the responsibility of working hard and stepping out of comfort zone. You know, so people want happiness. Sure, you want happiness. You want Yep, I think we've uh, frozen there a little bit. Let's see if we can get Dr. Hanar. Oh, am, uh, am I back on? Yeah, you're back. Sorry, something happened. Yeah, it must be my internet. So what I was saying is that if you want options, if you want freedom, you have to balance it out with responsibility. So it's not for us to take on responsibility. And I'll say this, even if we did, if, and we were able to take the responsibility and help these youths uh, step out of comfort zone and achieve success and great, great, and gain great purpose. That is not empowering. That is disempowering. For them, it's about them taking on the responsibility, developing the framework, developing the blueprint to step out of comfort zone and create purpose. Because that is what every human being deserves. I, I think your philosophy is absolutely unassailable. Uh, and I, I, I can find no reason to disagree with anything that you've said. But I am concerned because the sheer volume of, of people in this country who've given up, Dr. Hanan, and who are settling for that comfort zone and who are not putting themselves at risk or challenging themselves, and they, they, they're going into a place that feels familiar, as you've just laid out very nicely. The sheer volume of that is frightening, right? It's frightening and it has an impact on everybody else. So again, it's not our responsibility to pick somebody up for their sake. It's our responsibility to pick other people for our sake because. It's frozen again. It's definitely Dr. Hanan's internet. It's not us. <laughs> but he'll be back in a second. What do you, what do you think of this? Because um, I think it's, it's probably on everybody's mind or it should be. It's like the number of people who just are in that comfort zone. They don't want to look at the risk you had to take by taking on a job again that's like yeah. office hours. And it was very comfortable working from home, mm. but you weren't going anywhere. No, right? I'm, I was like basically unemployed. 
No, there's a there's a, a, a this expectation versus reality thing. Um, I think a lot of it's generational too. To be honest, I think uh, here we go. Okay, Doc, Doc uh, Leanne says a lot of it I'm could sorry, be. Sorry, my internet. That's sorry. Uh, Leanne added a, a component to this, like generational. Is is something about this generational too? Well, the only thing about the generational aspect that I've seen as a common theme is that we have a lot more access to quick fixes. So people can fill up that time of boredom and lack of purpose with other things that are absolutely meaningless. Like TikTok. So back in the day when we were bored, exactly, exactly. So back in the day, think about it. 30 years ago, um, 35 years ago, if we were bored, we had to go outside and play with a ball. We had to knock on our neighbor's door and call them up and play hide and seek. We were active. We had to step out of the house. Now, these days, you don't have to step out of your bed and be entertained. 30 years ago, what did we do? We had to step out of comfort zone and find meaning and purpose outside of our own comfort zone. These days, the access to immediate gratification, it's right there in your, in, in your fingertips. It's unnecessary, and it's actually time-consuming and energy-inefficient to, um, to actually go step out of your comfort zone. It's right there and accessible to you. So, so people, it gives people permission to be lazy. I saw an article in the New York Times last week that said that uh, 80% of Gen Z are traumatized when they see someone phoning them, like actually making a call. They are traum. <laughs> Those are the words they use, not my words, Dr. Hanan. You can correct wherever you think this is over the line. But the New York Times said Gen Z... Uh, these are Zoomers, the people born after, what is it, 2000 or whatever. They are traumatized when, when their, phone, their rings. phone rings. They don't want to answer it because it's traumatic to answer a phone call. Yeah. yeah. You, you, Garrett, I'll take it a step further. You will not believe the number of patients that I see, parents that call me and say, can you see my child? No problem. But can you do me a favor and just call them? They can't come into your office. But can you call them over WhatsApp because they feel much more comfortable over a screen as opposed to seeing you in person? What the fuck? And my answer is always, and my answer is always absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. That's, not. that's not happening. That's not happening. And by the way, whose fault is it? The parents. The parents' fault. Because the parents are enabling this kind of behavior that allows their children to stay in their comfort zone. Life happens. COVID happens. We were now disconnected from the internet. Life happens. That will happen to you. Shit happens. We can't control that. Life is unpredictable. That's the only thing that's consistent about life. It's unpredictable. But we've got to work with it. We've got to work around it. We can't allow life to dictate our next move. We have to be the chess players, not the pawn. So remember I say always, if you're not the chess player of your life, you're a pawn in someone else's. Be the chess player. Life will happen to you irrespective. You've got to work with it. Dr. Hanan, old school psychology, which I mean, I'm not exactly familiar with, I've certainly not qualified in, used to say that people can sometimes be caught up in a certain stage of life and never get beyond it. Like they get caught up in the infant stage of life where they expect someone to look after them. They, uh, they don't take responsibility for their own actions. They, 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 they role model and, and, and project parenthood onto people around them so that they don't have to worry about what to eat, where to go, what to think, what to do, getting a job, any of that stuff. Is there an element of modern society where all of us have a responsibility for creating this expectation 
this entitlement among maybe in this case in South Africa, young people, that the state, the government, your friends, your family, the community will provide these things for you and create comfort for you. So you're always comfortable and safety. So you're always safe. Uh, is that partly the fault of the system that's made people think that this is an acceptable way to behave, to be an infant the whole time? Yes, that is partly fault of the system because if the game allows somebody to be lazy, what do you think somebody is going to choose? If the game allows somebody to stay in their comfort zone and not be a productive member of society, what do you think they're going to choose? If the game allows somebody to have chocolate over broccoli, guess what somebody is going to choose? So we don't necessarily blame the player, we blame the game. But having said that, it's the player that changes the rules of the game. So we got to change, we got to take responsibility, we got to not enable these laziness or these, inactiv or these inactivity or this lack of sense of purpose and lack of wanting to step out of your comfort zone because the world is so scary and you should fear it, which is obviously nonsense. You have to step out of your comfort zone, but we've got to reward the kind of behavior that creates innovation and creates this kind of bravery of stepping out of comfort zone and you've got to punish punish or create consequences for staying inactive in your comfort zone. Yeah, every time you go on TikTok, it should shock you. Your phone should <laughs> actually put a shock yeah, through you. Every few seconds. You've yeah. been on too long. Yeah, sorry. You know how yeah. your, your, your iPhone tells you sometimes when your headphones are too loud? There should almost be like a warning. You've been on TikTok so long, your brain is getting worse and worse. Your brain is actually falling to pieces. Get off. When, when Netflix asks you if you're still watching. Yeah, correct. We need something like that. Are you still living? Question mark. Or have you gone into automaton? You know what would be really, really helpful? You know what would be really helpful? I'm sure there's a way to do it. But imagine after every TikTok session or Facebook session or, I don't know, watching something on TV that's rubbish, a message popped and it said, you have just lost the equivalent of 2,000 rand. You have just lost the equivalent of two years worth of your life. You have just lost, you know, three million brain cells. Yeah. I think people will pay a lot more attention to the alternative or what they had lost if they had watched something of value, engaged with something of value, mm -hmm. participated with something of value. It's not going to happen, Doc, because that would counter. That would be counterproductive to these social media platforms that just want to keep you engaged. They don't care about you. Absolutely. They care about clicks and likes and Absolutely. subscriptions and views. And then they can sell those to advertisers. Advertising, so, advertising. Yeah, it is, it, is, it is what we call perverse incentives. So there we go. Right. And therefore, it's not the job of the social media. It's the job of the parents and ultimately the individual themselves to take responsibility and right. see their lives within the alternative or what they could be doing that creates more value. Right. Okay. We got to leave it there. Dr. Hanan, thank you very much. By the way, if you want to have if you want to have an issue resolved or you've got some kind of thing that needs mediation, well, we can get Dr. Hanan involved. Let's say you're arguing with your spouse or you're having an issue with your kid and maybe you don't want to bring the kid on, but you want to get some solid advice from Dr. Hanan. You know he's the best in the business. You can get hold of us. Contact at cliffcentral.com. Uh, he's booked up, but you know what? You can still get these couple of minutes with him on a Monday because that's our regular session on the couch with Dr. Hanan. Contact at cliffcentral.com. And you can be anonymous, by the way. You don't have to give us your name. All right, Doc, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. I'm glad you're back. Now we can get our heads right. It is Monday, cliffcentral.com, just after 7. Cliffcentral.com.